In today's episode, Kelly and Ingrid talk about the calendar routine in an intermediate French immersion classroom. What? I thought calendar time was for kindergarten. This strategic morning routine is meant to build community and academic skills for intermediate students. In this episode, we'll discuss six key components and their purpose in this engaging daily routine. Enjoy! Welcome to We Teach French with your hosts, Kelly Burt and Ingrid Veilleux. We are two podcasters on a learning adventure in French immersion. In each episode, we dive into a different topic in French immersion. Thank you for joining us. Good morning, Kelly. Good morning. Thank you so much for this coffee. It's my pleasure. Tall, flat, white. Woohoo! My favorite. I'm always curious, though, why you get the tall. You don't want a bigger coffee? I have tried other sizes, and I find the milk-to-coffee ratio is a little bit off. And so I find it just a perfect, perfect ratio here. But I always wonder, do I like the milk more? Do I like the coffee? Because I can't drink plain coffee. Me neither. I always have a milk-based coffee drink, latte style. Yeah. 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 So we like to start our day with a Starbucks coffee. That's right. Starbucks, please send us some free merch. (laughs) (laughs) I notice in the mornings that you have a really specific way of setting up your classroom. The kids come in, they settle really quickly. There's no chaos. It's a nice atmosphere. It's calm, relaxed. What's the secret sauce, Madame Bert? (laughs) (laughs) Secret sauce is 25 years of teaching experience. Having tried all kinds of ways of starting my day and always trying to refine and tweak and find what I think might be the best way or the most effective way to start the day. Have I landed on it? I don't know, but it's worked for the last couple of years and I intend to continue to pursue it and see how it goes. But you know, every year you have a different group of students and every year that group dictates that feeling in the classroom so there's always you know room for improvement and change but this seems to be working for me right here right now can you tell us about the calendar routine well I suppose calendar routine might be a misnomer after the first few weeks of school but I do call it in my daily schedule on the whiteboard calendrier so I do name it the calendar routine but it's really so much more than that. So in the beginning of the school year, I use a calendar routine. That's where it started to teach um, days, dates, time, and weather. And in fact, when I started it, I based it on the teaching resource, the calendar teaching resource, an old FSL resource published by Pearson Canada. And I still have the book. Uh, It was part of the Visage program. So that's where it kind of started. But um, like I said, it was days, dates, time, and weather. And it becomes a lot more than that. So perhaps it's better known as my morning routine, but I do call it calendrier. And so I like to create a routine to start the day with my students, set the tone right away in French, and it engages students in listening, speaking, and singing in French right away at the beginning of the day. And basically it's 20 to 30 minutes 
that builds and reinforces academic and social emotional skills with my students. Oh. How does it reinforce social and emotional skills? Well, now here's where uh, this whole morning routine of mine, again, took another turn, right? I talked about the Pearson resource. And then a few years ago, I bought a book um, based on the responsive classroom morning meeting. So I've taken the principles of the morning meeting, which I think a lot of intermediate teachers probably do. And I guess I had been reading about morning meeting. And back when I was working at UBC and returning to the classroom, I was thinking about how do I want to start my day? And I wanted to try out the morning meeting. But I've taken the basic principles and modified it for my late French immersion context. You know, one of the goals of my routine in the morning is to build community and to fulfill the student's need to belong, have fun, and feel significant, build trust, set a positive tone. So I feel like the kinds of things we do help to build community, have fun, and create trust among the students. Not everything necessarily is the goal because there are also, um, it's also the opportunity to reinforce key academic skills and key speaking and listening skills but the social-emotional piece is also important for me in that time of day. So this calendar routine is way beyond the date and the day. <laughs> yes. Yes. It is not just telling me, quelle est la date aujourd'hui. Yeah. But we do start there yeah. and we build. So I did say it's usually about 20 to 30 minutes, but at the beginning of the year, it's different. And... <laughs> Sometimes when we get carried away with a song or a game or an activity, it takes much longer. Sometimes I look at the clock and I can't believe how much time has passed. But it's never time wasted. It's very purposeful. How do you know when to add a new element? Or maybe I could put it this way. How do you balance review with novelty? There is a significant amount of review that goes on in calendar activities. I have key questions that I use with the students. Um, and then I suppose in terms of the novelty, depending what we're doing thematically in French language arts or in kind of any other area, as I talk a little bit about my components, my structure to my morning routine, you'll see, um, I integrate those different themes, but there is always review. And in terms of novelty as well the kind of group activity or morning message those are two parts of the routine those um, change so it's not the same thing every day although the structure doesn't really change once it's been built up and created the pieces look a little different if mm -hmm. that makes that sense. makes sense and I know the morning message is something that we sometimes talk about in our planning the day before and we might go into the other person's room to get some ideas. So what are the components of your routine? Right, so um, the usual structure are um, the super sank, greetings, key questions, song, group activity, morning message. Sounds like a lot, but some of these things go by really fast in that time, and some take a little longer. 
So what is the super cinq? Well, super cinq is some people also call it bell work. Mm. Um, this is a little notebook, a little red cahier that I have for every student and it's waiting for them uh, on their table, on their desk when they come in in the morning. And I will have five questions projected onto the whiteboard. I've created a slide deck and I just keep adding the slides. So it comes to be something they expect to see in the morning. And so that's a focus on written work. So it's come in the classroom, get settled and get started right away on your super cinq. And that is always review for me. So it'll be written work and it'll be a focus on grammar, vocabulary or spelling. And um, it's a way for me because then I mark it right away at recess when the kids are out at recess. I mark it right away and it gives me an instant picture of where they're at with a, with a topic, with the grammar, with the vocabulary, um, whatever we've been working on. So I find it's really helpful actually for not only for settling the kids, getting them to work right away, but excellent for me in terms of some quick feedback. Do I need to spend more time on this topic? Does it appear like they've grasped the concept? Where are we with it? Mm -hmm. And I imagine it's helpful because you have to be doing attendance. There could be some morning announcements. So it creates a little bit of unpredictability. It would be hard to do a teacher-led activity at that time. Exactly. And that's exactly what happens in our school. So first thing while the kids are settling and starting in is when I take attendance because there I can see everybody and they're getting to work. And uh, secondly, I find that most students finish it uh, just before or during the morning announcements. So typically by the end of the morning announcements, that's our, how our school day is structured. The kids will have, I have a little bin, so they just stand up and go hand in their little red notebook into the bin when they're done. and We're ready to move on. Great. Mm -hmm. And then I think we're on, you mentioned greetings. Right, right. So right after that, then um, we do our, our greetings. So in this, this is really comes out of that responsive classroom. Like you said, you know, something you really have enjoyed was being able to greet students every day at the door, give them mm -hmm. a personalized greeting. Depending on the schools I've taught at in the past, how the morning is structured, I've sometimes had that opportunity. And in fact, I used to stand outside my classroom door, shake every student's hand mm. and greet them as they would come in in the morning. And that was a while back. But part of the responsive classroom and, and that feeling of belonging is to ensure that every student and adult in the classroom mm -hmm. is greeted by name mm -hmm. every day. And so um, I do that every single day without fail. And when I have on occasion forgotten it, the students are very quick to remind me that, oh, madame, we forgot to greet one another today. Mm -hmm. And a couple, just a couple quick strategies I use for that. Um, it doesn't always have to just be one after another around the room. I have my clothes pegs and every clothes peg has a student name and I might pull a clothes peg and go from there asking students. But the one that the students love the most is I have two little squishy uh, Nerf style balls. One is pink and one is yellow. Everybody stands up. I throw the two balls out into the crowd and one student starts 
So when you get the pink ball, you say, Bonjour, Ingrid, comment ça va? And then um, Ingrid has the yellow ball. Ingrid says, Ça va très bien, merci. Et toi, Kelly? Ça va bien, merci. And then they throw the two balls out to two other students. Oh, I love that. And once they've done the greeting, they sit down. Mm -hmm. And so the little, the greetings go around the classroom. That and I'm included so in that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I noticed it was just a tiny thing you mentioned, but also acknowledging if there are any other adults in the room. I think that can be an easy thing to miss because we think that we're creating a community amongst the students. But I do worry what that message is if we do have other adults working in the classroom and they don't get acknowledged or folded into the community. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when we have, for example, educational assistants or mm -hmm. another adult in the room that's supporting learning in any yeah. capacity. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, after greetings, it's my key questions. So the key questions start out with the date, the day, the weather. I don't know why I have this obsession about talking about the weather and I go to the window and I look out and then, you know, we, my classroom faces west and I'll look to the sky and I'll say, oh, il pleut maintenant, mais je vois un peu de ciel bleu. And I'll look mm -hmm. off in the distance because I'll know if it's clearing from the west, we're probably going to have sun by recess or something. But I always make a big deal out of that. Um, I talk about um, any special events. So if it's a birthday, we always sing happy birthday to the to the student who's celebrating a birthday. Or if there's any special event going on at school that day, if we're having a, an assembly or a, a fire drill or a practice of some sort, and I go over the schedule of the day. So I talk about what we're doing throughout the day. I have it posted on the whiteboard and we get ready for the day that way. So that's kind of a few key questions and informational. And for the key questions in terms of um, students engaging with that, that's like one question, one answer usually, or we're talking about the weather. Usually I have four or five students who want to chime in on the different aspects of the weather. I pretty much exclusively run that with my clothes pegs. So I pull a name and then just ask that student, quelle est la date aujourd'hui, quel jour est-ce, quel temps fait-il to different kids. Generally, with a calendar routine, how much are you hoping for comprehension? Are you hoping for them to be able to generate the same output that you're using? Yeah, I suppose it's both, right? Because there's a lot of listening comprehension, and then there's the output as well. And um, my hope for the transfer is that they start to see these kinds of structures and can use them in their own um, oral communication. And I imagine it must be, if we're thinking of cognitive load, during the day there's so much new language coming at them. So this has to be, I'm thinking, a comfortable way to start the day where there's room view and you can feel successful, there's known vocabulary. So we're not starting off the day with something with feeling lost right I think that's a really good point is that it's um, repetitive this part is repetitive mm -hmm. and uh, my hope is that it's low risk mm -hmm. right that the kids don't feel threatened or scared mm -hmm. by this activity in the beginning they're a little nervous but and I think the shape of the day sharing the shape of the day with the class 
no matter how, how old students are, I find students always want to know the shape of the day, whether or not it's called that. Right. If they come into a class and there's no schedule on the board, they don't know what's coming up. Many of them will feel like it's aimless and there's no purpose or direction mm -hmm. for the day. So I think that's a really, again, a psychologically comforting aspect to the routine. After key questions, you do songs. Yes. So I know we have a full episode dedicated to songs. Yes. So I won't belabor the point here, mm -hmm. but this is the time when um, we do a listening, singing activity with a song. So in the beginning of the year, it is a simple song usually to teach the beginning vocabulary and key phrases. But then as time goes on, we go into francophone pop and rap songs, rock songs. But that's when we do our song activity. Yeah. Great. And mm -hmm. after that, you mm -hmm. said your last activity in this series is the morning message. Right. So in in this structure, so we go from super cinq, students are seated. Greetings. Students may be seated or standing for that activity. The key questions and the song of the week, students are seated at their tables. So by this point, they will have been sitting for 15 to 20 minutes. And so then I like to get into a, like a lively kind of activity, a group activity where everyone participates, helps to foster group cohesion, and gives the students opportunities to practice um, social and academic skills. So it's a social activity. You've got to get up and socialize with many different students in the classroom, not just your friend beside you, not just your table group. And of course, they're using uh, it's academic review and they're using um, vocab, key vocab, I want them to practice. So it could be a mixer we talked about in our go-to activities um, and or a game that it can stand on its own, but sometimes it's part of the morning message. So sometimes the group activity is connected to the morning message, sometimes it's not, but it's always something that requires oral communication and something that will encourage lots of crosstalk and speaking with many different people in the classroom because again I want to get the kids speaking but I'm also mindful of like how long have they been sitting now they got to get up and move that's why I like mixers and games that gets them up and moving and then we just mentioned it I was talking about the group activity that sometimes it stands on its own sometimes it's part of the morning message so this is where the morning message is usually a segue. So here's how I kind of wrap up the morning routine oh. and segue into the first lesson of the day. I love that. So it's intended to review a previous concept or I could introduce a new theme or a concept and then segue into the lesson of the day. So depending on what topic we're exploring in French that morning. It may be something we've been working on and I'm continuing to build. So it's a review and a segue, or it's just, oh, today's the first day of a brand new topic and I want to do a quick brainstorm. What do you already know about this word? What other words can you tell me associated with this word? So it might be a, like I said, something new to get going. And so the morning message, just some examples of what it could look like. It might be a survey. I do a lot of surveys. We talked about those in our go-to activities. A closed text where they have to fill in the sentences. It might be conversation starters, riddles, brainstorming together, 
or practicing a strategy together, like mo, particularly in the beginning of the year, mots amis, mots familiers, and you writing a little short text and then having the students practice the strategy with me. So um, that morning message, like I said, typically segues into that first lesson of the day. Oh my gosh, I feel like that's enough for a full day of teaching. That's, that's just your morning routine. Well, that's why sometimes it runs a bit long. <laughs> and that's more than, I, I like your comment about calendar maybe being a misnomer. misnomer. This is more of a generous, full morning routine. Yeah, so it feels mm -hmm. like a combination, like I said, of if I go way back to that calendar package that I started with, and that was published probably in the early 90s to reading about responsive classroom and morning meeting, tailoring it. That's what I, I guess it, where it comes from, right? And then tailoring it particularly to late French immersion. Whereas when I used the responsive classroom morning meeting structure in my early French immersion classroom, my students had enough French language to do everything I asked of them to mm -hmm. have that meeting run and uh, work well. Whereas in late French immersion, our students don't have enough language to do that structure, particularly for the first four to six months of the school year. So then that's where that core French, if you will, uh, kind of in, informed activities that come from language building. But then also, how do we at the same time um, build community and um, have, a, have that sort of morning meeting style? I'm going to maybe flip this conversation in a different in a different way. Yes. It's like any strategy that you have, it can be done skillfully or unskillfully. So a couple of things, I'm just thinking of your weather example. If you ask weather questions, but you're very flat and bored, that would not create a lot of buy-in. But when you're walking over to the window, adding a little bit of acting and theater, gestures, facial expressions, which I can see when you're talking, but our audience can't. I can see why students are buying into that because they're going to pick up on your interest. It'll be contagious. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I try to obviously present it and uh, facilitate it with lots of enthusiasm and lots of voice inflection and drama. Another problem I could see if the morning routine didn't go well would be just asking a series of questions where you have a few eager participants raising their hands and then not having everyone participate. So you have a few ways that you get everyone participating. I love the two balls, the Nerf balls. Mm -hmm. That's really fun. Mm -hmm. um, there are a couple other things you mentioned just for getting everyone participating. The mixer. Yes, and the closed pegs is a big one, right? So I'm not constantly, because every year, of course, you have three to five students who always have their hands up. But with the closed pegs this way, it's anybody's game. Yeah. Answer the question. Mm -hmm. And then I notice as well, students are not sitting the whole time. Yes. And again, I'm always mindful of that because I know in, in early French immersion, late French immersion, there's a significant amount of time students have to receive language input and particularly in late French immersion 
this is exhausting for the kids. You know what it's like in the first while. At the end of the day, they may be extremely tired. I'm extremely tired. They can have headaches. It's I I, I like to tell my students, and they I don't think they usually believe me, but I tell them there's going to be some point before the Christmas holidays where I'll be saying a question to you in French that is the equivalent of what is one plus one? And the whole class is going to be like, huh? And every year it happens, you can see they've just maxed out at a certain point because they're putting so much emotion and energy into this. And at a certain point, when I see that, I'm not thinking they don't know one plus one. It's information for me. They're telling me we need to recharge. We need some rejuvenating routines. So yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think the getting up in the movement is important. Mm -hmm. And it just, even if it's just walking around the classroom, mm -hmm. walking to another chair and sitting down for a 30 second conversation and then getting up again and moving. Um, and again, depending on the group of students, every group is different, but I've had groups when we do that song, they'll spontaneously get up and dance and other classes are not so much. They'll still sing along, but they're not into the dancing. But I encourage them, if they want to get up and move to the music, of course, please do. And, you know, a lot of the songs we teach have gestures that go with. At any point during the year, do you ask students to lead some of these activities? That is um, a great question because it is making me think about a time when I did that. And I have done it. But in the last two years, I have not. And so I'm, now I'm asking myself, why not? In the past, when I did that, I would have the students take over some aspects of the morning routine, either right after Christmas or right after spring break. So maybe this year, it's something I need to hmm. reconsider. I know some years, again, my morning routine is not as elaborate as yours, but I have put a piece of chart paper on the, on the wall, and I've had calendar questions, for example, there. And so students, they love being that special helper, even when they're older. And then I also tell them if the class is not participating enough, they need to encourage them by saying, energy. I got that from one student. I'll never forget. She would just say that with so much energy. It was fantastic. So plus fort. And then they would also choose the songs that mm. the class would sing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's something I need to think about is more student ownership of the experience. And is this kind of routine something that a sub could lead? Um, when I have had a substitute teacher in my class, sometimes I leave out pieces of it. Mm -hmm. Or if I leave the whole thing there, I've come back and noticed actually on a few occasions they haven't debriefed or facilitated the morning message as one of them. Mm. So I wonder if I need to make a more... Um, I think that's something I need to do is make a more detailed um, sub plan, substitute teacher plan, one that doesn't, you know, that I don't have to type up anytime I'm away, but that's ready to go because my morning routine is pretty set. I could just say these are the elements now that, you know, I've forced myself to put them on paper. Mm -hmm. If I just wrote down calendar routine, <laughs> they wouldn't know what that is. But they could listen to this episode. They could. But the, and the students, you know what they're like? Oh, they yeah, tell absolutely. them what it's like. Absolutely. Uh, and that's one wonderful thing when you're teaching. And if you're coming in as a guest teacher, if you deviate from how 
things are normally done, they will be the first ones to tell you. Madam, so-and-so doesn't do it that way. Mm -hmm. You forgot this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm so glad that you shared this because when I come into your class in the morning or if I just peek next door, I notice your students come in, they're settled right away, they know what to do, they're expecting this routine, they're focused, they're calm, they're listening, they're not bored, they're engaged. Mm -hmm. And the atmosphere feels really positive in the class this morning. So thank you for sharing what's in the secret sauce. Well, thank you. It's my pleasure. I'm so delighted to um, get your feedback, to hear you say that the class appears calm and not bored and ready to go and they know what to expect because these are all the things. I always think about that other little phrase, um, calm, alert, and ready, right? Mm. Ready to learn. And so I guess that's part of it is we come in, we're calm, but we have things to do. We're showing readiness to learn and we launch right into it together. And I know we talk about growth versus fixed mindset, but I'm going to admit that prior to this conversation, I just thought of the calendar routine as something that Kelly is good at and I'm not, no. and that it's not learnable. But after hearing this conversation, I feel like, oh, this is something I can really improve in. And I, I love how you've shared your intentions behind each of the different activities. Thank you. Well, and I think that's one of the benefits for these conversations for me in any conversation you have with a fellow educator um, or a parent for that matter mm -hmm. is talking about what you do in class, but why you do it and the purpose behind it. And it's so helpful for me to have to think about and articulate that so I don't lose sight of what's important. Thank you so much. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe and leave a review. If you have a topic you'd like to hear discussed, please reach out to us at We Teach French on Twitter or Instagram. À la prochaine!